0: Good afternoon. You're listening to The Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM, KKNW. It's my joy to be on the uh, on the air. I'm your host, Rem Walden. We were out last we were, last uh, Monday. We were down at the Capitol for Black African-American Legislative Day, Charles Rowling, African-American Legislative Day. We had a great time down there. and. Uh, and so Mr. Wright had not been on for a while to give us some black, like, give us an update in this fabulous month of our history that we can find it any way we want to. How you doing, Mr. Wright?
1: Good to I'm see you. I'm doing just fine, Reverend Maryot. And it's good to see you again. We sat together last Monday for the Charles Roland and the African-American Legislative Day. Yes, He's, we did. A lot of good information was uh, uh transpired uh, transpired to us, but uh I think that uh hopefully uh in the future we'll be able to organize some caravans like we did. When we People. got the Kenny Center for Community and Economic Development through Representative Sh- uh, Santos' sponsorship, the House Bill nineteen eighteen, yes. which uh, created the pathway to have that building returned to the Black community, right. so uh, and she was the sole sponsor on that one too. So and it yes. passed the House and the Senate unanimously.
0: And that's unusual. <laughs> yeah, yes, no,
1: it, it, it really is. So you know, mm-hmm. she, uh, uh, her uh, former husband uh, Bob Santos, said uh, you know worked very closely with. Uh, the black community, and that leads me to the the next uh, item, and that is because Bob Santos was such a good friend of the Maxey family. And uh, Peggy, Joan Maxey passed away last Sunday, and uh, she was the first African-American woman elected to the state house, to the legislature uh, in 1971. And in 1971, uh, well, I just wanna say that uh, the Santos and Maxey family were very, very close. So uh, I want to make sure that I, Gave that a shout out, but uh, the, the other thing is that in 1971, there was a, a all black legislative district from the 37th. That's right, it was,
0: it was a mighty 37th. It mighty. was,
1: uh, it was, uh, uh George <laughs> Fleming was a senator, uh, Peggy Joan Maxey was the, the state rep, and on the other side was a Republican by the name of Michael K. Ross, right. and it was a different he was a, like an Art Fletcher Republican, kind of different, but uh, he was one of the people that strategized and. Led protests and demonstrations with Tyree Scott to get equity for blacks in the building trade union. Uh, so uh, Michael was one of the leaders of the shutdown of the SeaTac airport. And uh, while Michael was doing all this here, Representative Maxey was the one to send the meetings, but Michael kept her informed of what they were going to be doing because he knew the press was going to be going right to uh, Senator Fleming and to Representative Maxey to get an update. But Michael and Tyree were student up to make sure that. Both of them, at least both of them, knew what was happening and the proof that was happening. So a lot of times the media would try to turn uh, Representative Maxey against what Michael Ross was doing, but they were in for a lesson because she was saying, if he's doing it, it must be done. Do you have a better solution? And naturally, (laughs) uh, you know, she had the master's in social work and she knew people and knew how to play the game. She had been around for a long time. Uh, she will be funeralized at a uh, Saturday, uh, this coming Saturday. Uh, the rosary will be at 930. The funeral uh, mass will be at 11 o'clock at the Immaculate Conception Church. And uh, Representative uh, Maxley graduated from Immaculate High School uh, when it was open for, for young ladies back in the day. So, well, now,
0: uh, Was she a two-term? Because I came in 75.
1: No, so she was, was she- here between 71 and 83.
0: Oh, she, I mean so she stayed in the, she stayed in the house that long? Yes. Really? Or from 71? 70 71, 71 to, to 83. Uh, oh, okay. So, uh I uh, and so uh what's his name? Eric Pettigrew is the next longest then. I mean because she was the first longest, but uh oh wow. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, so It's always uh, good to learn something. I knew of her, yeah. but I mean I, I never met I can say I, I never met her personally that I remember. Yeah.
1: Yeah so now she was uh she passed some uh, monumental legislation uh, landlord tenant act stuff uh really? she, yeah she passed some uh, very monumental legislation and like i said she she ended, ended up with the mass uh, she was 7 it was 71 to 82 i take that back oh,
0: 71 to 82, 82.
1: Okay. yeah, yeah to 82. and uh she passed uh, for example uh she sponsored uh the landlord tenant act The Displaced Homemaker Act. Really? Uh, She was one of the founders of Women in Unity. And uh, she was uh, quite busy uh, uh, during her tenure. She had been ill for the past couple of years, but Mm -hmm. the past year anyway, because last year, the Martin Luther King Commemoration Continuation Committee honored her with an award. And I can't remember if it was uh, the Black History Month or August 28th. But anyway, we were so happy that we were able to uh, pay tribute to her for the work that she had done over the years. And uh, uh, the thirty seventh district, you know, is is mm-hmm. it doesn't look like it used to.
0: Oh no, it doesn't even have the power. It doesn't even have the weight. I mean, because yeah. really and truly, I mean, uh, what happened to Chakundi when the thirty seventh man shouldn't have never happened? He was a POC, and the way that they treated him, man, it was something. You know, I mean, you could tell what happens when other people move in. You know, and how how well, they take. Them we can so,
1: take this right down to uh, the governor's office, uh, Reverend Walden, because when you see the fact that. And you heard last week, uh, Earl Key, uh, the diversity manager for EEOC uh, manager for Washington Department of Transportation, said they exceeded their goal with African Americans that they did 1.2%. Uh,
0: well, yeah, and I didn't go- know he should have been embarrassed to say that. I mean, really goal, but not only that, the goal
1: is 1%, but I guess when you look at 0.18 in 2021, 0.22. But <laughs> and and I'm saying the thing about it is that we've been begging uh, uh, Attorney General Mary Garland to investigate. Yep. Congressman Benny Thompson asked him, Congressman Adam Smith, Marilyn Strickland, Senator Patty Murray. And they said, Mary Garland said, we had uh, moved your racial discrimination complaint to the Department of Transportation. And I had a chance last uh, in 2022, after uh, Congresswoman Joyce Beatty's reception, she was chair of the Black Caucus then, to have a, a face-to-face uh, talk conversation with Pete Buttigieg. I said, look, uh, Mary Garland sent you this complaint uh, over seven months ago, and nothing's been said. We sent another letter in October where the national president, Wendell Stemley, and Barb Armstead, our uh, president of the Washington Chapel National Association of Minority Contractors, sent another letter, and Mary Garland said the same thing. And we had copies of Benny Thompson's letter, uh, uh, oh. Senator Patty Murray's letter, Congresswoman Marilyn Smith's letter, Congressman Adam Smith's letter. And they send back. Well, we've let them know that it's went to the Department and Department of Transportation. It's so pitiful right now that the Department of Transportation is allowing the white prime contractors to name who the inclusion manager is going to be, and they've named a firm out of Denver, Colorado, not from not from here. And if if they have the contract with the prime contractor, they're going to do whatever the prime contractor tells them to do. So we're going right. to be going back. Uh, The Congressman Adam Smith and Senator Patty Murray and the Congressman Marilyn Sprickland asking them, how can we ever get equity? That's why we have a 1% goal, because they don't intend on treating us fairly. Well,
0: then, that's right. They don't intend to. But I wanted to know: Have we ever isolated how much taxes black people pay in the state of Washington? Or what would it look like to get our fair share? Just a what's point? Just a zero point percent? I mean, is that all we pay? I mean, uh, is that so called equity for us? We, we got
1: we got, Ramon, we got to go much back further. Than that we got to talk about reparations.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I was getting. We ready got to, to, to talk think. about it.
1: if we're not included now, how are we going to legitimately talk about reparations when we well, get, yeah. get when we've been discriminating against in contracting? And, and other opportunities. And when we have individuals like Stephen Miller and, and uh, Ed Bloom uh, doing everything they can to deny Black people opportunities. And the well, thing about it, they need to look at their history because Black soldiers with the real Black Panthers, the 761st uh, Tank Battalion, the uh, 183rd uh, Other Battalion, they freed Jews from concentration camps. But well, they're and not I'm interested in I am going to ask that. my friends at the Anti Defamation League. When will you talk to Ed Bloom and Stephen Miller about targeting Black people from having opportunities? Black people who've been here 400 years, that and every war, free some of your people, okay? Well, some of them do. But
0: the the group that you just mentioned, they spied on Black people for the FBI. (laughs) The defamation, they spied on us for the FBI. All I'm saying is they they, 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 (laughs) need, folks need to get right
1: with African, the United States enslaved. Who built this joint for free? And yep. you talk about preference. How can two hundred forty-four years of slavery, one hundred sixty years of Jim Crow, fighting in segregated units, and as a matter of fact, three black folks just died the other, uh, other uh, day, last month, or earlier this month, but being only in a position to protect
0: Israel? So well, I tell you what, you know what? I'm it's... going to refer you to the uh, the con- the Confederate. Constitution, written in eighteen sixty-one, it says that the, unlike the other Constitution, the the Confederate Constitution says that the Negro is subordinate and will always be subordinate to the black uh, to the white man and will uh, to the white race and will be a slave forever. So, so and they said every state that was part of the Confederate agreed to the fact that we would be there for, subordinate forever. And look at these we, unions. Look
1: like the uh, northern states also uh, adopted that. Especially well, up here in the northwest, where a black man helped found founded the state, his well, son served right. in the first legislature. Owen Bush, George Washington Bush, helped found the state, and we still get treated like uh well, but, 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 citizens. When,
0: but when this constitution was written in eighteen sixty one, Washington State was still a territory. So exactly. I, okay, it was a territory. In Oregon was a territory. That That's the, right. The, so the, so we have to we have, Bush, to we have to get it right. And some of those yeah, people the migrated. George
1: Washington Bush came to made the right at the columbia River, of the left because you went to oregon territory you had to be a slave
0: well but also they some of those people migrated out here and they brought all that with them but in 1861 this was a territory if it was a territory because it didn't become a state state until 1889 washington state did not become
1: was a a member of that legislature that's right that's right right. washington state college washington state university
0: but before we go ahead, right, before, uh, you know, we end for the day, I want to ask you, how could 1918 help us in all of this? Because if they colluded to run us out of the central area and colluded to make sure that we didn't have anything, then it looked like the collusion is still going on with the department of uh, that you talk about right now. Look like to me the collusion is still going on. So how can we go back to, to what the governor signed uh, uh, and use that as a leverage to say that the collusion is still going on?
1: We're going to have to go to the feds. It's not going to happen at the local level. I'm still waiting for a group of uh, African American legislators, the Black Members Caucus, uh, to step up. I'm waiting for the Minority Members Caucus to step up. But because they're all Democrats, we're going to have to go back to Washington D.C. to really get justice. It's not going to happen here. Everybody knows uh, about what happened in 2021 and what 2022 and what happened in 2023. And the fact is, is that we are being discriminated against wholesale. Anytime you have a situation set up where one person going to be responsible on who's going to be included. And you look at these numbers, they're dismal. And like I right. said, how can we talk about reparations when they're fighting us to be included right now? So well, you know, we you,
0: that- you know, before, you know, as we end for the day, you know, one of the places where you and I, we agree in a lot of places, but I think, I think our next level is boycott. I think it's time to take all our money out the system and let these people know what kind of financial power we have. I mean, so, but uh, I'm waiting okay. for your plan, Reverend Harriet. I'm uh, well, you. you know what? I'm going to put a plan together because right. it's been done before, oh, and yes, uh, it yes. can be done again because now I we're not beholden to them. We just give all our money to them. That's all. <laughs>
1: well, you know, when they have that system structured, they make sure you can't stay in business, and we know about that.
0: Well, you know, but but if we if we did something like like that. We would it would be another game for us. I mean, we spend more we're we're what the sixth largest country. and we put all our money together, I mean before COVID was sixth largest country with our GD with with the amount of money that, that we have that goes through our hand. We're not poor people. We make poor choices with our money. Uh you know, and data...
1: Harriet, you're absolutely right. And what we need to also do is talk to the Department of Financial Institutions and the Black Members Caucus about having a black bank. That's the other thing we need to have, so the money to have somewhere to go.
0: Well, we got one. It's Black Bank of North Carolina. It's been around for over hundred years, in the solvent. I'm I, talking about Washington State. I'm talking okay. about oh, Washington State. Well, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I think it's another Black Bank in Los Angeles. I'm not. I'm. Not, I don't know the name. of Yeah, no, there, there's a savings
1: and loan, at a bank, but we. That's need right. One here, right here in Martin Luther King Jr. County.
0: Okay. Well, Mr. Rai is always. It's always interesting and always good to have you on. So good to see you, and we'll talk again real soon. Okay, Reverend right, thank,
1: you. thank you very much for the opportunity.
0: You. You're welcome. We'll listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. I'll be right back. Thank you for listening, folks. We love you.
2: The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for wisdom and wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com today. Everyone has a community, a neighborhood, school, kids' teams, where you worship, work, work out, or any other place or group where you choose to belong. Communities can provide support when you need it and even when you don't know you do. Like when it comes to preventing underage drinking and other substance use. Community members can be your eyes and ears when you're not with your kids and alert you to signs of potential problems. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM, KKNW. I'm your host, Phil Walden. It's my joy to be on there. And you know I like that song? I mean, because it's those songs that kept us here. It's these songs that keep us going. Because my next guest is going to come on. This is Dr. Richarda Aladoba. Uh, I see is I I absolutely a fantastic human being. She's been doing work about uh, ancestral healing. Uh, uh, ancestor uh, centered uh, ancestral healing. Uh, and, and and she's written a book. I mean, it's going to be a conference, but it's a book about the seasoning process. Mr. Rye mentioned it, you know, he talked about it, but I, you know, it's just to get down into what this is. Oh, I mean, you have a breath. I take I'm, I'm grateful for my ancestors. How are you doing, Dr. Reese? Today,
3: I'm doing well. And how are you?
0: Oh, I'm good today. I'm good. So good to have you on the show. And I just want to appreciate your work because uh, you are you're the queen of this. OK, because <laughs> nobody else in America was doing this but you and then uh I mean, because people, but well, you know, we've been shame of, you know, we've been taught shame and stuff like that. It ain't no shame on us. We didn't steal ourselves. Somebody else stole us. Yeah, <laughs> and right. we right. didn't do all this stuff to ourselves. And uh, right. And uh, so I just, I mean, I started reading some of your, your book today. I I had it in my car, but I brought it here I mean, at the office today. Uh, yeah. And I uh, just, uh, the few pages, I mean, I, uh, the page that um, <laughs> got me stumped. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lordy. Got me praying and groaning like the old folks was talking about, talking about, talking about the Nat Turner, and what yes. happened to Nat Turner, honey. Yes. I had to go straight to Africa in some kind of prayer. Yeah, I, I had to just go somewhere because, I, because, I'm, well, I'm gonna let you tell it, but I, I you know what, uh, you know, I'm so, um, I'm I'm in a different place today, and I've been thinking about the big, the the African mother of civilization that that gave life not only to us but the world so yeah. Yeah. and uh and that energy because you know sometimes you need a mother to comfort you yes. and after i read this by nat turner i had to call on the mother right to comfort me but to comfort my spirit yeah. i need to call on the mother right because sometimes it's so deep that you need the mother to rock you yes because i had to hug myself and then when I held myself in uh, this video from Dr. Mandel about touching yourself and hugging yourself, I hugged myself all the way back to that first mother that came to the continent, that came to this, to this, to North America, mm-hmm. against, against her will. Yes. And I sent it all the way back through every, all the way back. I wanted that hug. I wanted that love to just. Ah, huh. but well, anyway, I you know I'm in mm-hmm. another mood right now. <laughs> I've shifted. <it>, so <laughs> I see. Oh, I am because it's um, it's breathtaking in a different kind of way. The the the, the um brutality. Yes, that was done. It's it, it, you know, I mean, breathtaking yeah. beauty takes your breath away, and it and, right. it and it heals your body and it makes you feel good to go see the tulips and all of that color. I mean, so that's a it's more than one way to take your breath away. But this is the amount of violence. This uh, it's more than I can comprehend. So please uh, go right ahead with, with your with your research in your book and and yes. tell us who you are and what you're doing and and uh, yes.
3: Well, I, I think I want to s- s- begin. Uh, the book is named Africa Centered Ancestral Human. Yes, ma'am. And um, towards the end of this interview, I'll I'll say why, but. In picking up on what you read about Matt Turner, um, Dr., um, his name was Vincent Maurice Woodard. He's no longer with us. However, he wrote a book called The Delectable Negro Mm. and The Black Male Womb, Slavery, Homeoroticism, and 19th Century Racial Uplift. His book was sparked by Frederick Douglass uh, because Frederick Douglass said that one of the greatest things on the plantation, uh, he said, "Slavery is a living entity, already crimson with the blood of millions, and now, and even now, the oppressor is feasting itself greedily up on our flesh." Now. My specialization is research in mental health. My background is clinical psychology. And uh, I chose to do cultural psychology, where I created a discipline called root psychology. And that's where africa Center ancestral healing comes in. It is to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. Because as... African people, I don't use the name Black, Afro-American, African-American. Those are just terms that continue to divide us. And especially in the field of mental health. So what people, the reason I put that in the book about the sacrifice of human life, we don't understand how rampant cannibalism was on the plantation. It was. And for every person that used the MF word, we don't realize that yes. that word right. was when the slave owner, because right. I don't consider them master anything,
0: no, that's went,
3: uh, uh, uh a brother bag over the young black male's um, head and had him have sex with his mother. And that was their Title was MFers. Oh, go right. get an MFer for her. Could right. be a sister or aunt, anything. Because by right. what they looked at was breeding. Right. And then that would get them top dollar. Right. Uh, and it would get them top dollar. And I, I say that because there is a, uh, a legal document um, called The Speech of Henry Berry. Oh, yes. Henry Berry. Yes. True. And this was the legislation in Virginia. And the gentleman from Petersburg, Virginia said, the law now is that the children of slaves shall be slaves to the mother's owner. But will it be considered that this law can never be altered? It is perpetual, with no necessity to justify a change. The gentleman from Petersburg estimated the value of the present stock of slaves in Virginia, is $1 million, and asked triumphantly, what equivalent shall we receive for all this wealth? In other words, he said, how can we make that kind of money any other kind of way? Right. Except off their backs. Right. 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 And so um, the conference that's coming up March 16th, is called the, the Africa Center Ancestral Healing Conference. We're going to have black psychologists, myself included, and others, uh, Dr. Dwight Hopkins, who uh, is the director at the University of Chicago School of Theology and Seminary, talk about, um, he's going to talk about black liberation theology. Yes. And that's for our people that don't embrace African spirituality. Right. Because we are so entrenched right. in the uh, in church. And, and that's okay, because we need all of it. Right. We need all of it. However, when people are dismissive about, you know, what really happened, and even then that person becomes the spokesperson, just like you have. I saw this on the news, and Reverend Al Sharpton talked about it. And he may not be one of my favorite people, but he's true to the mission. And he said, this guy on the, the, you know how they do those little film clips. He had a T-shirt on. It said, niggas for Trump. Did you hear what I said? He said, that T-shirt said, niggas for Trump. And I'm wondering, you're in South Carolina. Don't know what happened.
0: <laughs> you don't
3: know what happened, but for some reason it's a dismissive. You can dismiss the African slave trade, the 1619 project, critical race theory, but you don't dismiss the Holocaust. No.
0: No, no, no. And I uh and, and South Carolina was the it was the airport, it was the port of entry. Uh, uh, They got this big old uh, museum down there now in Charleston that I'm a chartered member of, the new museum that has all this information in there. And so uh, one thing about uh, uh, being uh, ignorant, there's lots of people ignorant by choice or ignorant just because they have not bumped into no information. And so I don't know if this individual is ignorant by choice or has not bumped into correct information. Yeah, uh, 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 because a lot of people have not bumped into it and some people bump into it, but they want to they want to create their own personal peace treaty, thinking that they're going to get a bigger slice of the, but uh, they're going to get more bread than everybody else. Yeah, and So those are the people who sold out Nat Turner. I mean, you know, you always have some people who believe that Masa going to do better by them than they did by the rest of them because I'm special. Right. You know, I mean, and and, and so if he thinks he's going to get something from Trump, I I I I then 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 he's a he has a misunderstanding of the character of Donald Trump.
3: And that's what uh, the Reverend Sharpton was saying. That's right. I just like to add here in terms of Nat Turner. Yes. How many of us know they ate him?
0: Well, I, that's that that's where I got stuck at today because I read that piece. They ate him. I mean, because they believed they wanted to make sure he couldn't be born again. That's right. I, 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 and when I read that piece and I'm saying, oh, OK, I, I need to put this down and go get some water because they say when <laughs> you're reading anything yeah. hard, you need to drink water so you can get your brain cells saturated with energy. So I'm yeah. drinking water here today. I mean, lots yeah. of it because I'm saying, wow. But I knew about the the Emmanuel uh it, there was another man up in up in the uh east coast that was uh, that also was born in bondage but when he died a doctor skinned him yes and then they made a movie about it because i went to see it i i it, it was a documentary about it and i'll get the correct name for it so i can announce it the next time but yeah. uh, but also that there is the uh and i uh, i uh, it was another project that this man he put together all of these places where they had lynched people and took the body parts. And the body parts used to be mailed out on the postcards. In Sanctuary was the name of the book. In yes. Okay. And and so so but to read it here by Nat Turner. <laughs> this, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you know So and, now we know and, where
3: that they they got the term calling black people Cannibalism. cannibalism.
0: Yeah, but nah. could, before you go on, could you just go back and read what Harry Berry said? Because Harry Berry said something in Mecklenburg, South Carolina, that you were getting ready to talk about. I think it's really important because what he talks about is the light, if you have it there. Uh, if not, we can get it when we go to break. But I think it's really important what he said yeah. about distinguishing the light.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Henry Berry, in, the, um, in that speech, he said that what we have to do is eliminate the light so that they don't even know the light is in them and then we will be safe and they will be reduced to the beasts of the field Uh, He, he said that god given light that they have automatically that let me quote it okay He said, pass as severe laws as you will to keep these unfortunate creatures in ignorance. It is in vain unless you can extinguish that spark of intellect God has given them. So we have as far closed every avenue by which the light might enter their mind. And have one step to go further to extinguish their capacity. See, that's right. The light, the capacity, to which see is what happens. you're saying. And then they'll be reduced to the beast of the, beast the field, the field.
0: and they they would be safe. And everything that is happening in America
3: right now, it's happening
0: a, right then and that's what, it's still there, uh, 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 Doctor. But yes, because when I was reading that this morning, and I was thinking about, I, you know, what I was thinking about, Doctor. I was thinking about your book and how we, cut, you know, and, and what has happened. And I thought about that short term of Motown music bringing us out of that. Motown music was about love. I mean, yes. we had a few exceptions, but it was about, you know, hey, save the last dance for me. You know, I mean, get right. off the train, you know, uh, I mean, people get ready. I mean, all of this, it, it was that short time. And then people were coming out of it. And all of a sudden what happened? gangster rap came on calling out women out of their names and then but before that you know we had the million men watching farrakhan gave them marching our orders go back marry those babies mamas do this do that do it and then what happened crack hit and so getting ready for you today i'm saying man look at this sojourn here we were coming out of this stuff here with good musics and good stuff and all of a sudden the spot the uh exportation movies came along people acting like thugs, picking up guns and all of this stuff, social engineering us to be like the beast in the field. I, that's why I say it's like the beast in the field that you just
3: read about a uh, uh, doctor. Yes. And that, and I, 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 you know, I support the BIPOC movement, but that has a lot to do with it too. Wow. You know, um, I would like to just end at this segment with this part. Okay. okay. Dr. Oren, uh, T. Owens Moore, who is one of the speakers at the conference, on Saturday, March 16th, he wrote uh the foreword to my book and he said, the shock and awe of the enslavement process has never been analyzed and the generational impact thoroughly associated with the trauma. And then he further and then he further said that this that's how uh Marimba Ani, Dr. Ani, oh yes, she termed the phrase the Mayapha.
0: The Mayapha, yes. And
3: the the Mayapha is attempt to explain how these horrors were associated with the capture and the journey. And once they went through that process, the seasoning process That's to it. break them. So you've got generations of right. trauma and uh, identity crisis. And the conference is about when identity meets purpose. So what they talk about woke. Yes, a spiritual awakening, right? When we come back to that seed, right? Of light within us. That's that's
0: right. That seed. And that's and I, what that. And I like that. This is about seed of light within us. Let's take a break right there and come okay. right back. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 50 a.m. KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. We'll be right back. Thank you.
2: The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by HG Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for wisdom and wellness with Reverend Walden. A monthly virtual and in person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at virtueshealing.com. That's virtueshealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at virtueshealing.com today. Start your Wednesday mornings off with a dose of courage. I'm Suzanne Weller. I'm hosting a new show called The Courage Effect. We'll be talking about what courage looks like, how we navigate what's getting in our way, and the opportunities that surface when we step out of our comfort zone. Each week, a new guest will join me to share stories about how they faced their fears, taken risks, and realized amazing things as a result. Please join us for The Courage Effect here on 1150 AM KKNW, Wednesdays at 8 AM. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Oh, good afternoon. You're listening to The Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on there. I want to thank Eric. Eric is my uh, stu- uh, my studio manager. And uh, if I don't send a good music list, he always has one for me. And uh, hey, we need some respect here. So I'm gonna my doctor, good doctor Harissa, they <laughs> some respect. Uh she comes back on to continue to talk to us about the conference and her book, her research. Uh, and I just for too transparently, I've done some of her classes on uh, ancestral healing uh, and uh, clearing uh, uh, some of the energy uh, uh, that uh, you know. Because I my ancestors live because I'm here and my grandchildren are here. Uh, and so that line for us has not been broken. So many people didn't, children didn't make it. So they don't have, they're not here right now because the children didn't make it, but we are here because we made it. We made it. And uh, and so uh, Dr. Richa Day is gonna come on and continue telling us uh, uh, about uh, uh, her research and her lived history because she lives this. I mean, she knows it <laughs> with her eyes closed. That's when you know something. All right, Dr. Arisha Day. (laughs) Okay.
3: I I just want to pick up on on two points. And one is there was a Dr. Samuel Cartwright in 1845. He wasn't a psychologist. He was a, a physician. But he came up with a mental disorder called drapetomania. And what that meant was that slaves should be kept in a submissive state and treated like children with care and kindness to prevent them from running away from the plantation. If you ran away from the plantation, then you had a mental disorder called drapetomania. And likewise, his his um, uh, protege, Charles Carroll, who was a slave owner, professor yes. at the University right. of Mississippi, he wrote a book called The Negro as a Beast, and they understood the monstrous theory belief. And they based everything on what they knew about or what they believed to be true about Christianity. They were supposedly because the church gave it to them and therefore we all know that we have been lynched and all of the other things because of what they believed God was telling them to do. However, Carol did explain that this has been handed down to us from the dark ages of ignorance, superstition and crime and because the church gave it to us the devotees of the enlightened christianity accepted it as sound and i have this term called veiled ignorance so his theory monstrous theory even though he knew that and and they would they try to say black people were cursed because of ham Hmm. he knew it wasn't true right but
0: Which doctor was this Charles one? Charles Kell. Oh, Kell.
3: Beast. That's the name of that book. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. I have that. I have that. I have that. The Negro. And it to me. The Negro and it's hard to read, man. It's just terrible. I mean, it's I 172 pages. You. I printed it out at the library because you sent me uh-huh. the, uh, the uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, go ahead.
3: <laughs> so this is where I want to end talking about the book will be available at the conference. And it is on online at Amazon. But the purpose of the conference, this is the 10th year, we are opening with a skit with Dr. James W.C. Pennington. Dr. James W.C. Pennington and why I do ancestral healing is because he is my great-great-great-grandfather. He was a slave that escaped Maryland, and he wrote in his book, I have many other deeply interesting particulars touching our family history. But I have detailed as many as prudence will permit on account of those family members who are south of the Mason and Dixon line. But I have faith in the hand that has dealt with us so strangely that all our remaining members in time will be brought together and then and then the case may merit a reviewed and enlarged edition of this tract The Fugitive Blacksmith when other important matter will be inserted and i am that person to insert that is what my book is built upon because he was my great 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 grandfather the first black man as a slave to receive an honorary degree from yale in 1832 and the university of heidelberg in germany we were there to celebrate at this conference at 10 um, 10.30 AM, we're gonna open up with a skit, a play, uh, featuring um, characters of Frederick Douglass, Sojourner Truth, Harriet Summit, and Pennington. And Pennington's role is being played by a young man who led the Pennington Legacy Group. He's 23 at um, Yale University. So this is how the dots connected for me. And this is Ancestral Healing. Yes.
0: Yes, I and I, I can see that. And I, uh, one of the things that I know and just with my work with you is that um, the ancestors is, is really alive. I mean uh oh, yeah, I, you know, because I that this information came to you to you out of all the rest of the descendants that's out there, it came to the one that's gonna do something with it. You know, I mean some people hide it under a basket, some people uh, you know, you know, do something else, sure. but and then one person will carry the light. Yes. And right. uh, and uh, and you are that person who were carrying the light I mean uh, yale has had to do some adjustments <laughs> they, as a <laughs>
3: result of it they just apologized for slavery
0: well yes but also they were using his work and and not realizing that uh that he had descendants that's right and uh and uh, you are one of his descendants uh, in fact you'd be a picture that resembles him <laughs> yeah yeah you know uh, but but this is this is what the continuity of time is i mean time is not the way we believe it it's not like looking at the clock and say it's going to be here. I got a uh, I got less than I got about 15 minutes uh you know I mean a few minutes before the show is over. It's not that kind of time. Right. It's another kind of time that comes to another dimension. Right. Uh uh and, and so I working northern work with the ancestral healing uh conference and doing this kind of work on and I want to commend you on 10 years of doing this work here in, in Seattle. Right. I mean, Seattle is a hard place to do something in. <laughs> if you can, <laughs> I know it is. It, is. it, it is. really, it, it really is. But, uh, but, but that continuity of time and just to think about it, because uh, you and I come together on a different, on a lot of different ways. Uh, we intersect a lot of different ways, and yes. one of it is with the ancestors, because I, I truly believe them. I believe in them, and I believe that uh, they they keep carrying us. Yeah, uh, they keep carrying us, and so I'm excited about this conference because anything that can wake our people up uh, uh, to understand, no, you're glorious because what you've been through and you're still here. Yes, that's why we authentically love you. We want to mm-hmm. love you out of these conditions that you are in. That's right. Because, because uh, I, you're glorious. You, you survived. Thank you. Thank you know, and, uh, and and so I'm really excited about the conference. I, I've gone to uh, every last one of them. Uh, and I'll be there. Yep.
3: Uh, it's going to be at Langston Hughes. And um, people can go to the website and get tickets. It's www.iactnow0119.com. Want to say it again, please? wwwiactnow n-o-w. 0-1-1-9.com. Zero
0: one one nine dot com. Zero one one nine. Also, and uh, this is a podcast, uh, probably later on the day or tomorrow you can be able to listen to this to uh, our podcast, Mother's Podcast. You know, so okay. yeah, Great. But, um uh you know what I'm excited about is um I mean I'm I mean I'm excited about your journey and how you got into this and how you just heard those voices and you just you just you just knew that this model that's using in America for us discounted us in so many ways, did not understand us. And I mean and for you know, and Joy Dr. Joy Leary wrote the book about the post traumatic slave syndrome. Yes. It took her a long time to be able to get that book because nobody wanted her to do the work. Uh and now her work has been the basic of a lot of this stuff, talking about uh just all trauma handed down through the you know, I mean, so her work sparred a lot of things, but she had a lot hard time trying to get a PhD. I mean, I mean, trying to get that book, book published about these, uh, uh, the traumatic slave syndrome. And now your book and what you're doing, it just adds to this even more because he, it was traumatic.
3: <laughs> it was, you know, it was traumatic.
0: Yeah. But, but, you know, what, what empowers me, I, 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 Dr. Arisha Day is our spirituality. That's what our what, strength is. Our, our strength and now we, uh, since COVID, we have a people, a whole body of people who are unbelievers. You know, I mean, really, COVID. I mean, somebody said it was whatever, whatever. It's a lot of theories out there. But what it did is that you know people are not. And then our young children, so many of them have been been raised up without any belief system at all. And so that means if you don't believe uh uh in the strength of uh what 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 got your people through then you are doomed to repeat the what what's going to happen again uh uh if you're not awake see uh, and that's what that t shirt about that talking about for that. but but you know the the most important thing about you know, about the word nigger, you know it came by uh norah webster uh uh he he uh, uh he added the x g e r to it uh uh in uh, in the seventeen hundreds because n i g coming out of egypt meant god Right, N I G, and then N U G, and uh, uh, in Ethiopia means God. Yes. See, and so, so, so they added this to it to to corrupt it, and most people don't know what it means. So, so that's why it won't die, because the beginning of the word N I G still has a high meaning to it. And mm-hmm. if I could ever get to some of these rappers, I'm going to tell them that. So when they rap, in they'll understand yeah. that they call it on the Most High. <laughs> you right. know you know and i uh, and, and take that derogatory from it but i'm just so proud of your work i mean i just want to commend you on your scholarship and uh follow through on that and um, um and and having the vision to see that we can be healed in a different way Yes, because, because most black people don't. I mean, I went to a couple therapists, and it's like, man, they don't have a clue what I'm, what I'm going through.
3: <laughs> well, because in, in, the, in that world, we're trained under the Freudian concept of psychoanalysts. But what people don't know about Freud is Freud, I debunked his theory, but he got his theories from Komet, from the Code of Mayotte. So he borrowed the principles and turned it into his psychosexual theory based on on which the Greek called Osiris and Isis which is where the Oedipus complex came from and and he if you look him up you'll see that on his desk is nothing but African artifacts. Wow. Freud did not come up with psychoanalysts. He was a failed neurologist. And so he went in a different area under the Mental Deficiency Act of 1913 in London, because he he had his own problems. They didn't want him anywhere, but I just want to make that clear to people, that is where psychotherapy comes from. So we have that premise. And they don't understand the spiritual mysteries from those schools in commit and the Enoch temples, then you come up with mental disorders that were voted on, not even science based. And those are disorders in for for African people that are a direct result of assimilation and acculturation. That's
0: right, that's right. You know, and I and, and I I think uh Sometimes I think that was a splitting of the spirit because you had to, you had to do something to live through all of this. You, right. know? You, know? Had to. you had to do something to live through all of this degradation. So yeah. you had to be able to go somewhere in your mind. Yes. You know what I mean? You know, you had to, you had to, you know, believe that the people could fly. I mean, you had to go somewhere in your mind in order to stay here on the planet because it was so brutal. See, you know? Yes.
3: And ancestral healing helps you to go within and bring your divine self forward yes so, so psychotherapy and for those people who have been diagnosed with a disorder that is a system for you to vent and realize what is it so say it's bipolar what's causing it well you only can really know not with medication not that anyone shouldn't continue with whatever they're doing but when you go into the, the ancestral healing approach that will help you understand why you're bipolar that's the healing
0: that's the healing because there's a connection somewhere yes there's a connection somewhere because there's a you know because every mother whose child was stolen and crying that mother is still crying in us you know that's right. I mean, that, that voice you know just like those children we see it in modern day doctor with the children yeah. who have been separated from their parents down in um down down at the border that's what modern day slavery looked like you know yeah. because the children will never see their mothers again i mean and the mothers some of those mothers commit suicide because they will never see their children again you know, know what that. i mean you know and and so really i mean so modern day slave-like stuff was happening in front of our eyes and the people who run running the system couldn't even put it together you know it's the same issue that these children will have all these issues that we have in so so many ways you know oh, being, absolutely. Being, being separated from your parents see yeah you know and uh and 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 the trauma behind that because the, the newborns or the little children the little children who were still babies they missed their mother's heartbeat see and that's what new right. science tells you about the mother's heartbeat See, yeah. you know, you know that's why that's how a baby knows who their mama is yeah
3: <laughs> that's my soul that's yeah right.
0: that's yeah. right that's right and that's why this is such a good spiritual project and i i'm just so excited to you know to be just a little part of it and uh, oh, and, friend, uh so and, and and ben and and taking some of the classes and uh and understanding uh how to get in touch with that because we all got deep sorrow somewhere doctor yes
3: yeah. yes yeah, you
0: know. and the other people do. I mean, they're not trying to heal theirs. The, you know, they want to create more trauma. But uh, on some of the some levels, I mean, no, no, not everybody is doing that. But a group of people are, and they determine. determined. But I'm glad that you've been so determined on this conference and doing this yes. work, and that. Uh, and sometimes it's a lonely journey when you're trying to do work, and I understand that.
3: It is a lonely journey. It is. Mm-hmm. It is a lonely journey because the younger people that are going in the field of mental health, they don't have a clue. They don't have a clue. No. And and so they're going to go with what they've been taught. Even though they're talking about, you know, black people or this uh, and mental illness, that's you're still in the same system. You have to wait.
0: wait. You have to look but, at our Right. Because the irony is that we are being taught by the people who continue to bring us mental illness. That's right. Because That's right. it's it's not like the system changed and everybody said, oh, we're so sorry. We're not going to ever do it again. No. How can we repair this? It's that the, the damage is still going on. Right. You know, the damage is still going on. Not one black history be taught in the schools. And I mean, all of this stuff. I mean, so, so, so that damage, it just compounds it uh, more and more. And, uh, and the weaker our people gets, the the, the 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 less tools they have to know their greatness, see, you know, yes. know, their greatness. And this is what your work is doing is help will also help people to connect to that greatness. Uh, and and, uh, and I maintain for Black History Month that um, that most everything that uh, that makes America great was made by black people.
3: Right. You no, know, yep. I
0: mean, that, that that lunar landing the other day was made possible by Katherine Johnson yes you know without catherine johnson there would be no space program mm-hmm. <laughs> without charles drew it wouldn't be nobody uh, no blood transfusion and all of this stuff that goes on for people <laughs> it would not yeah it's amazing
3: isn't it all of yeah. the, all of all the things it. Yeah. without uh i can't think of his name it wouldn't have been no thomas edison
0: that's right that's right that's right he created oh. the filament they went into the light bulb yeah know? and yeah. Uh, and uh and henson was the first guy uh, up on the north pole I mean, because yeah. the other guy didn't make it up there, and Kotan is in the cell phone that comes out of the Congo. Without Kotan, none of this stuff would be going on right now, because yeah. you would have you get that from there, and on and on and on and on, and, yeah. and so uh, you just you're following in in the tradition of your of your ancestors. Uh, and, I am, you know, uh, just being being brilliant. I mean, our kids have been programmed yeah. now and not to be smart. I mean, somebody said to my somebody was saying, "Oh, would you like like white?" They said, "No, it's the it was the intellect of the black people who saved America."
3: <laughs> George right.
0: Washington Carver he saved the agriculture in the South by teaching them how to rotate crops. Yeah, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah. I think that you know um, that is so true, and I think that the challenge now is AI. Oh. Oh and I just oh. think that oh it's you know, they have uh they it's have terrible. a system up in Iceland where they are call it the ensouling project.
0: <laughs> They're killing some black people to get their soul.
3: I <laughs> don't know what the soul is. i just talking about to make the robot a harmony uh, uh a, a humanoid. <laughs> that is dangerous.
0: Well, you know what? <clears throat> is what, dangerous. what, what it is dangerous, but what we have to teach uh uh doctor is that our GPS is God and yes, we have sir. the best, we don't need artificial intelligence it's, it's because funny. the creator mm-hmm. gave us real intelligence. So yeah. why would I need artificial intelligence right. when I have my own GPS and it's called intuition? Right. And right. uh and, and and the slaves had to have it, they had to have precognition, they had to be able to see what the future held. They had to be able to do that. See, and I believe in precognition. See, yeah. I believe in And, and so my mantra is that I have GPS, I have intuition. I don't need artificial intelligence. I don't need nothing like that. Okay. That's it's not for, it's not, it's not for spiritually minded people. Okay. It's not That's at all. True. Yeah. Yeah. You wanted to announce one more time about the conference and the time and the locations uh, before our time is over.
3: Well, I just would encourage people to, um, again, go to the website. And uh, the conference uh, will be at Langston Hughes on March 16th. And uh, you can get your tickets at Eventbrite.
0: And it's a, it's a one-day conference or a two-day conference?
3: Well, the main events are on, Saturday. on Saturday. It's two days. It's Saturday Sunday. and Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Well, and then Langston Hughes is in the heart of the community. And uh, and yeah. I, I'm so glad that you're doing this. And I'm so glad that I'm going to be there and be part of it in some a small way. But I appreciate you coming on my show, doctor. Thank uh, you so I, much. I, I really do. So uh, take care and I'll see you soon. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. You've been listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host from Walden. Take care. Have a great week. All right. Thank you. Catch us on the podcast, too. Thanks.